feel like we never record in the morning, so I think it's funny. That's true. This is a rare... Although, it's not even the morning. It's 12.42. Yeah, but that's that's like morning on a Sunday. That is morning on a Sunday. Hello, and welcome to Review for Two. My name is Caroline. My name is Marco. And we review video games, and we're dating. And we are... Yes, we are dating. Yeah, that's, it's a yeah. true... True thing. Did you know that? I know that some people think that that's fake because, I don't know, they just don't believe us, but guess what? It's not. Maybe We're we, actually dating. I are guess, we dating? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. We do live together, so I hope so. I mean, we could just be like friends. That's true. I mean, we do have courts. She's essentially our daughter. Yeah, so she's that. our daughter. Yeah. I don't we, know. We kind of like each other. A little bit. Yeah. Sure, you're okay. Yeah. Anyway. Um, <laughs> we review video games that are fun to play with someone either... Sitting on the couch next to you, or because we did long distance for a while, games that are fun to play if you have two consoles and you live in two separate states and you just want to spend some time together. Yeah. Even two separate countries. Yeah. It works. Great game for couples and friends and people who like playing video games together and want something. Siblings. Yeah. Who want something other than just, you know, another first person shooter that is a two player campaign mode. Yeah, exactly. Although we will talk about ones like that probably eventually in this podcast but for now we're talking about yoshi's crafted world well that was sure a cryptic way to introduce our next game (laughs) caroline Uh, hit me with them facts okay so yoshi's crafted world was developed by good feel studios and published by nintendo for the nintendo switch exclusively it was released in march 29th of 2019 but it was revealed at e3 of 2017 they just had a little bit of a delay so people have known about this game for a really long time but it was just released uh pretty recently actually and it is a platformer ish the 2d side scrolling platform well it's, it's a- not even 2d it's 3d it's a two and a half d side scrolling platformer yeah so it's a 2d side scrolling platformer but at certain points you can there are multiple 2d planes that you can jump between so it's not real 3d but it's two dimensions with the occasional third dimensional shifting happening yes it does have a z-axis axis sometimes Sometimes. does not always have the z-axis true yeah that's and you place uh two different yoshis and you collect coins and health it pulls a lot of ideas from the new super mario brothers games where it's a 2D side-scrolling platformer, and the goal is to get to the end of the course, like get from the left side of the screen to the right side of the screen. But there are also flowers that are kind of interspersed mm-hmm. throughout the course, and you need to collect those too. So I was going to say stars, and then I realized that that was a Mario thing and not this. This is flowers. Well, so Mario, the new Super Mario Brothers does it with giant coins. Mm. On each level, there are five giant coins, and you need to collect them and get a certain number of them in order to get past obstacles in the main world Mm -hmm. and this one functions basically the same there are a set number of flowers and in order to get to the next chunk of game you need to give the guy a certain number of flowers so if you just make it from left to right and you don't collect any flowers you're going to need to go back and run the level again to get the flowers right to move on yeah so it's basically a mix between the new super mario brothers and yoshi's story Oddly enough. Yeah. And there are little side missions and worlds where you can collect all the dogs. Poochie. Poochies. Um, yeah, and e- then there's like, you can collect costumes by giving your coins to like a vending machine type thing. Gumball machine type thing. 
Yeah. yeah. So there's more than just the normal kind of campaign as well. Yeah. It's like Mario. It's like the new Super Mario Brothers, but with a lot of a lot more personality and just add-ons. Yeah. And it's extremely fucking cute. Yeah. Caroline, review. So I uh, don't really play a lot of Switch games because Marco has a Switch. I do not. Um, and I just haven't really gotten into any of them but I thought that this game was really adorable and it was pretty easy I did die at certain times for those because Marco advanced the level without me like in guacamelee um, so I would turn into a little flying bubble thing and then he'd have to save me it is really, really adorable, really fun to play with somebody else like and it's so casual and calm that you know, I, I feel like this is a good, I think I talked about this with another game, but I think I talked about this with Unravel, but this is a really good like, oh, you're home for Easter and your little baby cousins are home and you want to boot up a game. You're not going to boot up Fortnite or Apex because you don't want to. You're going to boot up this game and have a really nice relaxing time with them. So I thought it was really good. It's not too hard. And it's, yeah, it's just really cute. Like the graphics are really sweet and it kind of makes fun of itself by everything is crafted. So as we said, there is sometimes a Z axis. And at one point you could go kind of behind the set and you saw that everything was like taped together, or stapled or glued. And it was like very cute and kitschy in that way. So I really liked it and I would definitely recommend it. Yeah. In the same way that if you've played Yoshi's Story, everything is a pop-up storybook. Or if you've played Yoshi's Woolly World, everything is made of yarn. Mm -hmm. This one was the courses were designed and looked as though everything had been cut out of cardboard and had construction paper glued on top and then it was taped together and you could tell that it was made out of bottles and cardboard tubes and yeah it definitely looked like it was the courses looked like they were designed by a five-year-old in the best way possible right it was just so adorable very whimsical yeah mechanically it is very similar to the new super mario brothers like i said before it is basically a mix between that and Yoshi's story. Mm -hmm. You are playing as the Yoshi is, and you have the sort of flutter jump. You have a ground pound. You can eat things and turn them into eggs. You can shoot the eggs at things. What did you think of this game? Like, what what is your review? Uh, Review-wise, I absolutely loved this game. Yeah. Because it reminded me so much of Yoshi's story. Because it just had that sort of whimsical, like, little baby Yoshis running around being all adorable in this weird crafted pop-up book or cardboard cutout world. Didn't I fail Yoshi's story? You did. It was too hard for me. Yoshi's story was too hard for (laughs) you, even though it was a game that I beat when I was six years old. See, this is like the caliber of gameplay. Yeah, it's weird because like that game was too hard for me, but I'm a better Apex player than you. That is true. It's like very weird Yeah, that that's the case. Anyway. No, it, it definitely had the same spirit as Yoshi's Story, which is like, we're just going to have a little bit of whimsical fun with this. The enemies are going to be cardboard monsters duct taped together. The obstacles are going to be, oh no, the cardboard cutout piece mm-hmm. that you need to get to the other half of the world is missing so I have to go find a piece of cardboard and toss it back into the course yeah it was just so whimsical and adorable and fun and even though this is a game that came out a month ago it was also very nostalgic for me it was a little bit more similar to the new Super Mario Brothers in just the straight what you need to do in each course so in Yoshi's story you had to collect a certain number of fruits to advance the level in 
the in crafted world you just had to get to the right side of the screen so it was a little bit more of just a standard platformer but it was still absolutely adorable and just very fun to play yeah and like caroline said this is a great game to play with kids because as long as one of you survives if the other one dies they just kind of turn into a little floating egg and so you can rescue them it is very hard to actually fail yeah so it's a great game to play with anyone Anyone who is not really used to playing video games or anyone who's too young to really be able to execute them at a high level. Right. Should we go into our questions? We absolutely can go into our questions. Let's do it. Uh, What was your favorite level of this game? My favorite level was one of the ones that was different from all the other ones. Mm-hmm. So there, not all of the levels are just run right to left. There was one level where we got in a giant cardboard Yoshi mech fighter, basically. Mm-hmm. And so instead of being our little Yoshis running to and fro on the course, we were just in this giant Godzilla, like Pacific Rim-esque Yoshi fighter mm-hmm. with... What can you do? Like rock'em, sock'em, Yeah, you had like eject fist, like rocket fist that sprung forward and sprung back. And you could charge them for a mega punch. Yeah, we had we each independently controlled a fist, so we could we were kind of playing independently, even though we were in the exact same vehicle and we were together, which yeah. was good because we still both had agency and we were able to do things. And it was just a difference in kind from the rest of the levels that made it very fun. Yeah, I agree. I think that that was one of my favorite levels too. I really liked the Poochie level because well, Poochie's so cute. Mm-hmm. It's basically just a little dog, yeah. if you guys aren't familiar. And you had to, like, rescue the Poochie. Yeah, so we, we spent the entire level just riding around on Poochie. And yeah. then the the level had, like, a negative level mm-hmm. where you run the level from left to right. So you run it backwards. Right, and you have to find the little, like, lost Poochies. Yeah, so and you, were, you were behind the level, and so that's also where you could see everything, the taped, unpainted backside of, and you had to rescue the Poochies in a certain amount of time. Yeah, and I think that that was my favorite, just because you got to see, like, the inner, like, this game was very well thought out in that way, and it's nice to see the hard work that the developers did in making this so unique and crafted. Yeah. Okay, who is your favorite Yoshi? My favorite Yoshi, and this has been the case since Yoshi's story, true, was and is the light blue Yoshi because he's just so cute. And it's like your favorite color, one of your favorite colors. Yeah. Yeah. So you get to pick between, I think, eight different Yoshis. Mm-hmm. And they're functionally identical. It's just one it's basically is... like Yarny. Like yeah. the Yarnies. They're all the same. It's just a different color. Yeah. So there's light blue, dark blue, red, yellow, green. Purple. Purple, pink, and orange. Yeah, I think that's right. And I don't know if this is 100% sure, but I'm pretty sure at some point you can probably unlock the black and the white Yoshis like you could mm. in Yoshi's Story. Wild. Yeah. I don't know that for sure, but I would imagine they do that. Such as in Unravel 2... The purple Yoshi was my favorite. I'm noticing a trend <laughs> between the two of us. We like um, blue and purple. What? Wait, what is our uh, what is our thumbnail look like for this podcast? Oh, that? you know, purple that's... and blue. Yeah, I think so. So from now on, you can probably guess what color <laughs> characters we're playing as. Yes. Um, yeah, everything is intentional in our podcast. So the blue and the purple. Well, okay, every design element is intentional. I guess I could say not everything that we say is intentional, but most of the things we say aren't actually. Are... Okay. What was your favorite costume? I know mine, like straight off the bat. Yes, so as Caroline kind of alluded to, during each of the sort of overworlds, 
there is a big vending machine, and you put coins into the vending machine, and it spits out little costumes. So you earn coins throughout the course. There are coins just sitting around, or you get some when you defeat some enemies and stuff like that. Once you're back in the overworld and you go to the vending machine, it is a hundred coins per costume, but it spits out a little, like, sailboat or a little coffee creamer or, like, a tub of jelly that you just wear. And so your Yoshi is running around wearing a coffee creamer, and when you crouch, it reseals. So you look like you're just a little coffee creamer, like, you basically running just said around. My entire oh, shoot, answer. was that your favorite one? <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, I'm sorry. You just said my entire answer to this question. So I'll just answer first. The coffee creamer was my favorite because when you crouched down, it resealed and you were just a little coffee creamer. And then you could walk while it, you were sealed. So it was just a little coffee creamer, like, like just walking through the level. It was so cute. It was so cute. Yeah, it was adorable. It was there so was cute. one, it was, um, you were a little sailboat. And so your Yoshi was essentially just wearing what you would see a child wearing in a middle school play. It was like a cardboard sailboat yeah. that they were that was being held onto their body by suspenders. It was so. And precious. they were just running around, and it didn't affect the mechanics at all, except that it gave you three hits before you started to actually take damage. Mm-hmm. But it was just so cute to be running around as a little lighthouse or as a little sailboat or like a fish. Yeah, it was so cute. It was just yeah. all so sweet. And it was another thing that I think kids would really like because you could choose what color Yoshi you want and then you could be like, I want to be the fish. And then you could just run around as a fish. I think my favorite <laughs> costume was... Oh, was in the sailboat? No. Oh, you it just was... want to talk about the it sailboat? Was... No, I just really liked the <laughs> sailboat. No, my favorite was there was a little steamboat. So it had like little steam wheels that were just <laughs> rotating as you were playing the game. And so it was cute. Like, as I was running through the level, my costume was just, like, chugging along. Like, you, you. It was, like, the little paper snail one, too. Yeah. It was really sweet. There's a snail made out of... This is um, all so cute. Yeah, it's an adorable game. And, actually, we didn't mention, but um, the costumes come in different rarities. So you can get a legendary costume, and that actually has, like, more shield. Yeah. If you get hurt. So they, they are functional. They're not just cosmetic, which is really adorable, but... As I said, mine is a coffee creamer and it's not the most functional one. And yet I'm like, you know what? I'm going to be the coffee creamer because it's just so cute. The game is not difficult enough that you really miss that two right. extra shield points. Yeah. Yeah. So it's fun to be able and you can just after at the beginning of every course, you can swap out your costume if you want. And the different levels have different themes. So railroad mining course has train and minecart themed costumes the mm-hmm. water level has fish and sailboat themed costumes yeah. it's just adorable it's so cute it's so cute okay our last question what was your favorite moment of gameplay again i know mine right off the bat oh boy what do you got so there is a like way of playing this game where if you are lazy like me you can hop on the other person's back although you are then in control of throwing all the eggs because you're um on top of the person and I just really love that I think we're sensing a trend if you listen to Guacamelee and Unravel I really like just glomming onto Marco and having him do a lot of the work but this game wasn't hard enough for me to like really use that for any level it was just funny to do I really I just liked every time that I would like hop on your back and be like take me here let's go that's fair yeah nice what was yours? They're so similar to the way that you can jump onto your teammate. You can also eat them. Yeah. So if you use your B attack and you stick out your tongue on an enemy, you eat them and you turn them into an egg. 
If you do that to your teammate, you don't eat them, but you just kind of wander around carrying them in your mouth the whole time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I particularly enjoyed the moments where Caroline and I were both out of eggs, but we needed to throw something at something. So instead of backtracking all the way to find more enemies or more eggs, I just ate Caroline and used her as a projectile to attack whatever needed attacking at the time. That would be your favorite. It was. It made me laugh. It was entertaining. Yeah, it was pretty funny. Side note. Sort of like the new Super Mario Brothers, there are a lot of ways that you can kind of mess with your teammates in this game. Mm -hmm. You can just eat them and throw them off cliffs, or you can just hop on their back and never leave so that they can't throw eggs. Yeah. So while it is a very good teamwork-oriented game... I would never play this with your little brother. Right, like if you play this with a jerk, (laughs) they do have the ability to mess up. Not that your little brother's a jerk... Just when we play video games, we tend to attack each other constantly. I don't know if our Minecraft experiences um, yeah. would really let's lend... not talk about Minecraft. <laughs> you just there is the potential to grief your teammate. So yeah. you know it's a great game to play with someone, but make sure you're not playing it with a jerk. True. Well, I really like this game. But do you have any final thoughts on this game, Marco? I think nothing I haven't said before. It's a really good game, and we would absolutely recommend it to anyone who has a friend to play it with. I don't know if it'd be the best single-player game, but it's definitely great to play with someone, and it's definitely kind of built with that in mind. Yeah, it really falls into our mission of playing games with somebody else, either remotely or next to each other. I don't know if there's an online version of this. I don't know. This one is definitely one of the better examples of couch co-op. Yeah. You can can play with someone just sitting on the couch next to you, even Mm -hmm. if you only have two Switch Joy-Cons. You can just turn them sideways. You don't need the whole two Joy-Cons set up for per person. Yeah. So it's... That's how we play it. Yeah. It's really good to play with someone. Since it's the Switch, you can take it anywhere. Mm-hmm. So if you're on a, like a long train ride or plane or something like that with another person, you could definitely play it. Yeah. I would absolutely recommend this. It's a little more expensive because it's a newer game, but it's a fun one. Caroline, final? I, yeah, yeah. Yep. I just... Yep. Mm, yep. Yep. Oh, yeah. Oh, yep. Mm. Yep. Okay. Yep. Yep. Yeah. What? <laughs> I really like this game. I echo everything that Marco said, honestly. It was really good. All right. Wahoo. What, what's annoying? Can you sing some of it for me? No. You were singing it earlier. I was whistling it earlier. Yeah, can you whistle I'm it? I'm not going to whistle it. No, whistle, that's obnoxious. Whistle it away from the mic. I'm not going to whistle it away. That's even worse. Can I please whistle? Can I whistle I after? I listen to it. Do it now. Well, now I can't whistle because you're making me <laughs> laugh and it's hard to whistle with a smile. Wow, how deep. Ugh. It's hard to whistle with a smile. Can you whistle, please? <laughs> no. <laughs> It's okay, I can't even whistle, period. Yeah, let's hear you, know you whistle. No, I can't whistle. I know, here, let's, let's go. I had to whistle. <laughs> Sorry, one more time? Yeah, that's it. No, what? <laughs> one, what, what was it? What? You're right, it's hard to whistle with a smile. Yeah, I told you. All right, thanks guys. Oh, also, really quick thank you. We reached 100 downloads in the month of April. Woo! That is amazingly awesome. We're so, so happy. Thank you guys so much for listening. It's really all you. Thank you for getting us to that goal. We beat all of the other months that we've been recording this podcast, which has only been for about three months now. Take that, March. Yeah, take that, March. <laughs> we like 
March was at 97, and I remember we got to 97, and we're like, okay, we gotta get to 100, we gotta do it, beat March, like, completely, um, and we did it, so we're, like, very, very thankful for you guys, and we really can't wait to just continue doing this and continue growing this. If you guys have any suggestions of games that we should play, please tweet at us, we're at review the number four and then the letter T, or you can email us at review the number four and then TWO at gmail.com. We check that email regularly i check the twitter all the time so yeah just talk to us and we love to hear from you and thank you for your suggestions so far yeah absolutely that's it that's it cool cool bye And welcome. Oh my god. Okay, a little you too loud. to yell at them. Let me move it Holy closer to you. shit. All right, you ready? Yeah. Hello. And welcome to a for Two. Why was there that giant pause there, Caroline? We're going to delete that pause so nobody actually knows that there was one.